The long-term repercussions of September the 11th. Eight years living with the fear of terrorism. September the 11th, 2001 is one of those days where we can all remember where we were and what we were doing when we first heard. We all have our stories that we can tell, the things that impressed our minds in some way or that disturbed us. On that fateful day, I watched the events unfold on television at work. Any work was inevitably suspended as the employees gathered around the television. By the time the third and fourth jetliners did their damage, you could sense the fear in the room, and then the Twin Towers collapsed. There was distress of nations with perplexity, and men's hearts were failing them for fear as they observed the things happening in our world, as the greatest nation in our world was shaken to its core. This year, the President of the United States has made the day a day of national service, which is another way of ensuring that the day will not be forgotten. We don't hear so much about it as we, we have in previous years, however. The Chicago Tribune didn't even mention September the 11th on their front cover, which is rather striking. September the 11th is a day that has shaped our world, and therefore a day that must have some significance with regards to Bible prophecy. As far as watchers of Bible prophecy are concerned, September the 11th has produced some important trends. In Daniel 11, it is clear that at the time of the end there is a king of the north and a king of the south. These titles come from those two parts of Alexander the Great's Greek Empire, to the north and to the south of the land of Israel. The northern section based in the area of Syria and the southern section based in the land of Egypt. These two kings and their ancestors battled each other for centuries with the land of Israel in between them. The situation is carried forward in Daniel 11 to the time of the end when the king of the south will push against the king of the north, causing him to come down out of his place with fury. This king of the north is the same as the king of fierce countenance mentioned in Daniel 8, who grew out of the head of the Grecian goat and destroyed the sanctuary or temple. This portrayed the Greek roots of the Roman Empire. From this, we can expect there to be two empires in the latter days positioned to the north and the south of Israel. Since September the 11th, we have seen the United States and its allies become entrenched in the Middle East, in Afghanistan, Iraq, and of course all their bases in the region, principally to the south of Israel. The USA has and is cozying up to their allies in the region, such as Saudi Arabia and Egypt. So far, despite campaign promises, Obama has been able to change little the U.S. involvement in Iraq or Afghanistan. We have also seen Russia resurgent and reasserting herself in the Middle East, its main allies being Iran and Syria, its strong ties with Iran a striking fulfillment of Ezekiel chapter 38. September the 11th has also had a great impact on the United States' relationship with Europe, European foreign policy has taken a much more independent role, often going contrary to the USA's wishes. Europe has continued to look eastward in a quest to build a meaningful relationship with Russia. The 11th of September brought the United States and Britain closer together while driving a wedge between these nations and Europe. 
Before September the 11th, Israel was facing a surge of brutal terrorism. The destruction of the Twin Towers and the de devastation of that day brought the two countries closer together and made terrorism extremely unpopular. The images flashed on the television screens of Palestinians celebrating the attacks and handing out candies will be remembered by many people who saw them before they were quickly pulled without explanation and never seen again. It is amazing that many still sympathize with Arab terrorism. Finally, September the 11th has kept the Middle East and Israel at the center of world attention for another eight years. Jerusalem is a cup of trembling unto all the people round about and a burdensome stone for all people, as the prophet Zechariah said it would be. There will not be a true peace in the Middle East until the Prince of Peace comes. This has been David Billington with you. Thanks for listening and come back next week, God willing, to www.bibleinthenews.com.